Hey, it's Barbara Phillips with NPBO, and I wanted to give you a heads up on a webinar that we have coming up Thursday, May 16th, and it will be with a certified healthcare privacy person who has been in charge of a very large healthcare organization and their privacy compliance, HIPAA, and all of that sort of thing. And I think it's very important that all clinicians attend this one because HIPAA affects all of us. And so you can get more information about that at npbusiness.org forward slash privacy matters. And just another quick heads up after that, in June, we'll be talking with someone who has been in charge of the IT compliance to protect the organization. And so this one will be geared toward how do you protect yourself as well as your practice. And I'll be sharing more information about that later. So let's move on with the podcast. You're listening to the NP Business Matters podcast, episode number 73, Navigating Out-of-Network Billing for Nurse Practitioners. Hello and welcome to the NP Business Matters podcast, the show that's dedicated to helping nurse practitioners just like you succeed in business. I'm your host, Barbara C. Phillips, founder of Nurse Practitioner Business Owner. And since 2007, we've been working with you on the business of being a nurse practitioner, providing education, resources, and support as you start, grow, and operate your own practice. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just getting started, this podcast is designed to help you navigate the challenges and the opportunities of running your own practice. I'll cover a wide range of topics from startup and finance to marketing and operations. I invite you to subscribe and listen to each episode for tips, insights, how-tos that you need to succeed. To learn more about NPBO and our resources, visit us at npbusiness.org. The recording I'm about to play for you is a YouTube video that Don Self and I did about the topic of out of network billing. While you can find that on uh, YouTube, I also wanted to bring that recording over here because I know that many of our listeners prefer to listen on their mobile devices on the go or in their cars. And so I wanted to make that available here. So I look forward to hearing both your comments and your thoughts about out-of-network billing and your experiences. And of course, you can find everything over at npbusiness.org forward slash 73. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. Hi, everybody. I'm Barbara Phillips with Nurse Practitioner Business Owner. And I've been working with nurse practitioners since 2007 on the business of being a healthcare provider. And I'm here today talking with Don Self, who is a specialist on medical reimbursement. And we are going to talk about established versus non-established patients, because there is unfortunately a lot of confusion around that. So hi, Don. Hello, Barbara. Thank you for letting me be part of this today. Uh, As you know, I've been a consultant to physicians, nurse practitioners, and PAs for about 38 years in uh, areas of revenue. So let's talk about the new versus established patient, because there is, like you said, a lot of confusion in that area. There is a lot of confusion. Some of the questions that I often hear, and then I'm going to let you just talk about it, but um, particularly for nurse practitioners that are starting a new practice, 
it's like, and this happened to me as well. I've got all these patients coming to the new practice and I have to do all the new patient stuff. And yet I've seen them um, within that three-year period. So that's one question. But then what happens to somebody who's starting a new practice and well, actually, let me delay that part because I think you'll talk about that with the same specialty type of issues and, and that kind of thing. So how, how is a new patient defined? And is that across all payers? Great question. Well, the AMA, the American Medical Association, and their CPT guidelines come out and say that a new patient is one who has not seen the medical provider within the previous three years and received professional services on a face-to-face basis. You say face-to-face, yes. For instance, if a cardiologist had been doing an EKG interp as an overread for the hospital, that is not going to negate being the cardiologist being able to bill a new patient visit the first time they see that patient face-to-face if they're just doing an EKG overread. Uh, so in that case, obviously, that would still be a new patient if they saw that patient a month, six months later, or whatever, within three years. But in the case of a nurse practitioner, as you pointed out, opening up their own practice, many times, as you said, they've seen patients in another practice, and that patient may follow them over. So even though they have to create a new patient profile, a new chart, a new electronic medical record, or whatever, get all the new uh, patient applications, that patient is not new if that nurse practitioner has seen them in the previous three years and given them professional service. It doesn't matter if the nurse practitioner had changed practices or changed tax ID numbers or changed Medicare provider numbers or changed their clothes. It doesn't matter. No matter what they've changed, if they've given professional services within the previous three years with Medicare and commercial insurances, typically, that is a... Uh, established patient. An established patient. And what if, I mean, I know there's also a rule that if that patient is new or if they have already been seen in the practice, you know, so if, if I'm working in an office, there's another provider, maybe we're both family nurse practitioners or the physician who's also doing primary care family practice and then I see that person for the first time, that is still an established patient, is it not? It is. And see, nurse practitioners fall into a different category than the physicians do in that regard. Because where a physician might be specialty 08 for family practice or 11 internal medicine or 06 for cardiology, in order for that right there to not be a new patient, then it would have to be another provider of the same specialty had seen the patient in that same group practice. But nurse practitioners don't fall into that category. So it doesn't matter if your nurse practitioner is a family nurse practitioner or a geriatric nurse practitioner or a pediatric nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioners all fall into the same category for Medicare under the specialty code. So if any other nurse practitioner has seen that patient 
in the previous three years in this practice that you're joining or that you happen to be seeing this patient in, then that would be an established patient. It would be an established patient for you. And that would be the same. And I know you kind of said this, but I'm going to reward it a little bit. So many nurse practitioners, particularly family nurse practitioners, adult nurse practitioners these days also get a second uh, certification and are now also classified as psychiatric nurse practitioners. Yes, ma'am. So they've never seen that person for the psych issues, and now they are. So where are we there? Same place? Same place because they're a nurse practitioner, and it falls under the nurse practitioner specialty with Medicare. Now, that's Medicare's rules. What about commercial carriers? Commercial carriers, for the most part, are going to follow Medicare's rules. And the AMA, CPT, all pretty much follow the same rules. The only real exception that I can think of right now is workers' comp. So workers' compensation is going to be classified in almost every state, probably every state, but I can't verify that right now without checking all 50 of them. And if it's a new patient, is it, it's a new patient if it is a new problem, a new injury, a new illness. That's totally right. different than Medicare or CPT or AMA. Right. And that would be any new claim is always going to be a new claim. Yeah. Right. And this way it is with workers' comp. But they're the only ones that's like that that I know of. Okay. And it, what haven't I asked you about new patients or uh, established patients? New patient, established patient. That's pretty simple right there. I, I see a lot of practices try to bail out multiple new patient visits on the same patient because they'll sit there and say, well, uh, this is a new, I have to I change practices. Or I, uh, the patient got married and they changed names. Or today with what's going on, the patient changed sex or their gender. Right. It's still an established patient. If it's you've still seen an that patient, patient in three years. Yes, ma'am. Right. And and if somebody then leaves my practice and they're gone for three years and one month and they come back, then they can be a new patient. Exactly. Three years and one day, in fact, even they can right. be a new patient. Yes, ma'am. All right. So there you have it. The difference between an established and a new patient in our practices as far as coding and billing goes. Yes, so ma'am. thank you, Don. Thank you for letting me be part of this today. Alrighty. And for those of you watching this on YouTube, make sure that you like this video and you subscribe to our respective channels because we'd like you to see everything that we're coming out with. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Remember, you'll find our show notes over at npbusiness.org forward slash 73. As always, I appreciate your ratings, your sharing our podcasts with other nurse practitioners, because we all need to understand and learn the business of being a nurse practitioner. Until next time, bye-bye.